This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. And away we go. Panel part of the program, topics worthy of discussion. Joining us as he does most Tuesdays, Kevin Gadet is the president of Bright Point Strategy, formerly head of the Canadian Taxpayers Federation, and he's on crutches playing hurt. He's come here despite all of the impediments. I mean, that's a profile in courage right there, Kevin. <laughs> Pros yeah. play hurt. Failure's not an option, Johnny. I like that. Okay, failure's not an option. Uh, well, you haven't listened to the rest of the show then. Uh, <laughs> but we have. Okay, that's important. Uh, Alyssa Freeman, PR and pop culture media expert. How are you doing? Just fine, John. Thank you for asking. You're quite welcome. And Rocco Rossi, the CEO of the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Mr. Rossi. Today is such an amazing day, Johnny, because 50 years ago today, I was a little, little guy in front of a grainy screen watching the takeoff of Apollo, and that spurred my dream to be an astronaut. Mm. And then by the sixth grade, I got to be 5'11", and I could no longer be an astronaut because you had to be under 5'10". It was, to fit in a capsule. Right. I never knew that. Just a just a very sad moment in my life, but an exciting moment at age seven to watch Apollo take off, and then in a couple of days, Neil walking on the moon. Wow. Mm. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm just thinking that uh, Robert Klein, a comedian, once had a great observation saying that, you know, he could have set himself up for nine lifetimes if he had just stepped on the moon and said, Coca-Cola! <laughs> one small step for man, you know? But one giant step for yeah. advertising. Yeah, you know, it's funny, when you bring this all back to me, I'm thinking of uh, different comedy routines now. Yeah. Brian Regan, one of my favorites, oh, uh, talking awesome. about... Awesome. Right, uh, being at the dinner table with the me monster. All he's talking about is himself. Me, 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 I did this, I did that. I drive, you know, a Jaguar XTE. It's uh, got a 357 overhead cam engine, blah, 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 blah. And uh, Neil Armstrong is just sitting there eating, you know, his dinner quietly, listening to the me monster hog the conversation. It's all about him. And then he finally uh, says, yeah, well, uh, I walked on the moon. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. I don't even my have a car. I left my vehicle in the sea of tranquility. <laughs> you know, just shoots the guy down. It's a great routine. However, uh, I didn't want to shoot you guys down, but I got to ask, because Alyssa Freeman, you're uh, familiar with the lay of the land when it comes to the big tech companies. You know, it's Amazon Prime 48 Hours. Oh, yes, I do know. Have you been doing the shopping thing? I've been looking. Just looking? No, I haven't hit, hit the button, but there's okay. a few things, maybe a Nest, maybe one of those ring things. I don't know. Well, yeah, and this is the thing, because... Those uh, ring things. Yeah, very techy. That's my problem. <laughs> well, what Amazon has done, uh, they've tried to... Uh, I guess, seduce people into giving up their data and uh, letting them track their information, their purchasing 
habits and so on and so forth for marketing reasons, they say. So they give you a $10 voucher if you're buying over $50 worth of merchandise. And some people are saying, yeah, I'll play, uh, you know, and they get involved in this kind of practice. And I'm just curious. I mean, uh, these are called, uh, well, shopping tools, if you will. Is that a worthwhile trade-off, do you think, if Amazon gets access, any of these big tech companies, uh, to your online activity for the 10 bucks, and, uh, you know, supposedly helping you to make more informed purchases. It's kind of seductive, isn't it? Well, it is very seductive. And I will say that I think that we give up a lot of information anyways, whether we buy something or not, whether it's on Amazon or whether it's something like me on Sephora. You know, I was on their, their website the other day for, I don't know, two minutes looking at a product and thought, no, I don't want it. Then I got an email immediately that said, are you sure you don't want that product? And I have to tell you, and I'm consider myself pretty savvy in this area, it shocked me. It really shocked me. And I think that, you know, for them to offer $10, I believe, and I did read some data, actually, that Canadians are now willing to part with personal information and they want to be compensated for it. It was another client survey. I can't give you exact numbers right now. But I guess there seems to be a little bit more of an acceptance that, you know what, we're in this. We're in for a pound. We're in for a penny. I put my name in somewhere. I want to get free Wi-Fi while I'm standing in the gap. Well, now they're going to send me a newsletter, and they're going to keep sending it till I hit unsubscribe. So I think that we have reached a point where we have accepted this is going to happen. And now if somebody wants to actually compensate me, you know, in addition to the data that I'm already giving up, I think people are more willing than not to do it. It's the price of free in the new business model, right? You know, we, we've come late to the notion of privacy on social media and what you're putting uh, on Facebook, et cetera, because we have come to expect that when we go or when we want Wi-Fi, that it be given to us for free. Uh, and the only way it happens for free is if there's an exchange, and that exchange is the is the data. So we may do it, um, you know, more explicitly or less explicitly. But the reality is that is the that is the business model. And if you want something for free, understand it ain't free. Well, you're you are the product. Something. You are the product. Yeah. All and right. Your habits and your, you know, the question becomes who is the tool. <laughs> right. And so for 10 bucks, I mean, people are willing to make that devil's bargain. Uh, or is it? Maybe, you know, it facilitates or expedites now, transactions. Kevin's info is at least 50 bucks worth. <laughs> yeah, worth less. Priceless. <laughs> Priceless. Yeah, it has no price at all. Exactly. Yeah. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> oh, yeah, we live in a, a time where I think there's a decreased value in privacy. Um, and there, as Rocco points, there's an expectation that we get something for nothing, although we don't re- we don't realize what we're giving up. Uh, I'm actually surprised that they're giving 10 bucks away that people just wouldn't, in effect, give up the data for free. So I, I, one of the questions I had around this was, what extra data are they getting that they didn't already collect through web analytics, through people having registered on the website? I mean, th- you, you have You've a got to basically buy in. This is a transaction, oh. uh, you know, to uh, a special dimension, let's call it, as a, a marketing tool. And then, you know, you're... Part of the Platinum Club. Yeah, look, it used to be, you know, the NBA speak, cash used to be king, but now data's gold, right? Um, so uh, good for Amazon for being smart enough to, to convince people for paltry amounts of cash to cough up tons of data. I think they're covering themselves. I think that, as you say, they've got that data anyway, but they've seen what's happened with Facebook and the others. And I think they're trying to get ahead of the, the curve by 
look, we were explicit. There was a quid pro quo here. We even actually gave you 10 bucks worth of value on top. Don't come back to me in six months and say, I didn't know you were going to get that info. It is. And the other thing, too, is that they're also setting a precedent. Right. So if Amazon's doing this, others, and there will be lots of others, because I don't know anybody who is not a Prime member who will not imminently be one, they will point to this example. And when people want data or people you know, want, uh, when companies ask for this type of thing, people are starting to get smart. And they're saying, okay, or starting to get smart, but you know, you know, sort of clicking in that, uh, oh, okay, you want, well, what, what's in it for me? And Rocco, you bring up an interesting point, because you you know, we expect something for free. When you're in a store, you can get on their Wi-Fi. You, I don't even think the process, the thought process, hits most people what it means to actually share your email address. You might just think, well, it might be an annoying email. But it's so much more than that because once you click into that email, you are theirs. So that whole extra thinking, that extra step, I don't think is well known. But people are starting to understand it, but not in the way that they really should. Yeah. They'll know what, because once you sign up, you give them the email for that Wi-Fi at that moment. They now have the time, the day, and they also will know that. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Duration of you in the store. That's really important information for a retailer. Let me ask you, because uh, it dovetails with another story that had uh, some serious consequences, where a woman says that about uh, 3.50 in the morning on Sunday, late Saturday night, uh, she had ordered a ride share, and a uh, dude actually took her and sexually assaulted her in... Uh, I guess, an abandoned part of town, and now a 33-year-old Ajax man, uh, Sohail Siddiqui, accused uh, of sexual assault and robbery, took the cell phone allegedly. This is where I wonder about ride-sharing, because you're giving up some information there as well. They know where you live. They know where to find you. I mean, you're in their data bank. Uh, Is that something that we ought to be concerned about, Kevin? Well, cab companies have apps now, too, so I actually don't see why this issue is limited to ride-sharing. Any number of cab companies now have the apps not dissimilar from Lyft or Uber. So I really don't see why it's any different. I, I do think that people should be careful about how they handle that. Um, but I really don't see how you can protect against it, nor do I really see it all. Again, why Lyft or Uber are more suspect uh, to, to this problem? And again, in this in this case, as I understand the story, um, this uh, driver wasn't even the one uh, that she had uh, ordered. Uh, and so she got into the cab because it was an Uber Lyft, but and it was actually it didn't morning. match. It didn't match uh, the license plate, you know. Because again, how stupid could the guy be if he's responding to his call? So then he's on the database and then commits a crime. 
I mean, still stupid that he thought he could get away and, and obviously a criminal activity if the allegations are true. Um, but in actual fact, it wasn't even the, the data. He saw her waiting. She was waiting for an Uber. She saw the Uber and Lyft sign and got into the cab without checking the uh, license plate. It's, it's, it's stuff like that that really scares me because, you know, I have a daughter that is not so right. far away from that age. And, and the one thing that she won't do is get in an Uber or a Lyft by herself. They just travel in packs. But, you know, there might be that, that time when that has to happen. You know, when you go onto your Uber app, you and I'm sure that the driver sees where I've been. Like, am I always going to Finch Station, for example? Am I always going here? Am I always going there? And and you, sometimes the same ones are in your area and you tend, you tend to get the same ones. I, I think that there is a complicitness that, you know, we feel we can give up that data because we need to have something happen. We need to get from A to B. So people think, well, okay, that's okay if the person knows where I live, but the chances of me running into him are, are, are slim. The, you know, the other thing too, though, and, and to both of your points, it, it, and I still do this, if I get into an Uber, I open the door, I'll stick my head in, and I wait for the, the driver to say, are you Alyssa? Mm-hmm. And I also check the, the the name, and I also check the license plate. So, you know, there are certain precautions, and if, if we're going to do right, if we're going to do ride share economy, and this is the way that we're going to live in terms of transportation, that we need to be vigilant unto ourselves before we engage in any of this. Yeah. Well, we confused an Uber pool uh, driver the other day. A group of us, uh, when we opened the door and said, I am Spartacus. And then the next okay, guy well, said, Okay, well, you did that on Spartacus. purpose. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> I am Spartacus. And uh, he was confused. It was yeah. just like the movie. Were you all crucified? Uh, in a yeah, fashion, we were. Right. I mean, just as I am right now by your response. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.